Hi, I'm Leo Finelli, and you're listening to Generation Change. For our last episode of 2021, we are joined by Claire Jansen. Claire is a Los Angeles-based artist, filmmaker, and photographer. At 15, she joined Adolescent, a media company focused on the creation of original content by youth for youth. She developed and directed short-form content, serialized content, and documentary work with a focus on youth empowerment and human equality. By 18, her client list included Hasbro, Nike, Target, Disney, American Girl, Netflix, and Ad Council. In 2015, she was named one of Shoot Magazine's new directors to watch. Claire has recently focused her studies on a more interdisciplinary approach. She is currently working on projects which fuse installation, design, and video to create physical and digital spaces that challenge traditional narrative practices. I talked with Claire about her creative life, how her work reflects what's going on in the world, and how our generation fits into it all. Okay, hi Claire. Hi Leo, how are you doing? I'm doing just fine. How about you? Actually, I'm doing really well, and I'm happy to be talking to you today. Well, let me just say, you have been on my radar for (laughs) almost five years, and I am so delighted to be finally talking to you. (laughs) Oh, I'm glad you're here. You finally got me, got me on the books. (laughs) Okay, let's get down the question, shall we? Let's do it. Okay, so so when did you first become aware of your own creativity? I, I actually grew up in a family of artists. So my mom was born in a family of 10 and all of her siblings and her, and her parents and like everybody in the family are all artists, everyone, all creative people, which you can imagine is probably chaos, which it is, but um, also an incredible group of people to be around. So when I was really, really, really young, Um, I was raised by a single mom and it's just her and I, I don't have any siblings. So her whole family is my whole world. And being in that environment, I think it's, you, you recognize that you have the creative eye early on just because that's kind of just the way that you are raised, you know, is to see the world that way. So I was surrounded by architects and interior designers and painters and writers and you name it and we got it. (laughs) So um, I think it was, I, I don't really have necessarily a defining moment. Uh, more so as I I really just had the kind of spirit around me since a very young age. And that's kind of, it's always been with me. And you are in San Diego? I'm actually technically in LA right now. That's where I live. I just graduated from Chapman and moved up here, Um, but I grew up in San Diego. It's a different world out here for sure. Um, People just are chasing dreams and doing what they can. And I'm one of those people and you're lucky, you know, you're lucky to be out here and be a part of that world. What is Adolescent Content and how have they helped you cultivate your talent? So Adolescent is an advertising agency and a content studio that focuses on the creation of original content uh, by young people, primarily for young people, but that's really expanding now that, you know, young people are taking over the world. Um, And I, I joined Adolescent when I was 15. They're really quite responsible for the reason why I'm in the position I am today. And I happened to just find them on the internet. I joined their team when they were like brand new. I was one of the first people to kind of sign on as a director and I had no idea what I was doing. No idea. I just liked to take photos and 
you know, make videos with my friends. And I was one of the first like hundred thousand users on Instagram. And I had like a little bit of an Instagram following before it was even a thing to have that. And I just took my photos and I put them up there. And so I kind of found out a lesson and was like, Oh, I, I like to do this kind of thing. You know, can I be a part? And sure enough, they wanted people and I was there at the right time. And, um, so I've been working with them for about like seven years now. And it's, it's been really incredible. I've been able to write and conceptualize and direct a handful of short form projects. So anywhere from original content to serialized original content and documentary work. So I worked with a lot of big clients and, and it's really just propelled my career for sure. And given me a, a voice in a completely different way. I just never really knew I had skills as a director. And I remember, um, when I went in to interview with them or, you know, meet them the first time when I was really young, uh, Rama was who's the found, one of the founders. She <laughs> could sense my hesitation. And I was like, I'm just a, like, I'm a photographer. I don't really know how to direct anything. And she said, well, no, you're a photographer. So you are a director. You're always setting up your images and setting up a frame and that's directing in and of itself. And I went, okay, yeah, I get it. This is, this is good for me. So tell me about your work on the Target Back to School ad campaign in 2016. I feel like that's the project that really launched uh, my confidence as a director. It was essentially the entire Target Back to School campaign for for 20, I think it was actually, I don't know if it was 2016, I think it might've been 2015, but maybe it, it was, was 20, 2016. Was it 2016? Okay. Yeah, it was 2016. Uh, they all, they all get jumbled up. I'm like, it's from those years. I don't know. Um, Not for me. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's really exciting. That was a really exciting campaign. It's, um, it was entirely kid created. So we had kid stylists and kid artists and kids making the music for the pieces. And of course, you know, young directors. And that's where I came in. I directed I think it was five out of seven or five out of eight or nine of the television commercials. So those, those ran nationally. And the entire effort was just all about entrusting young people and, you know, lifting voices and showing how something as simple as a back to school pen can lead to something much greater where you could be behind the camera making work like this. So it was a really fun project to be a part of and um, just an incredible team of people at Target to, to really entrust us to be, uh, have that in our hands. What do you remember specifically about the people you work with on that target campaign? Just all so collaborative and welcoming and loving, whether it was, you know, the young talent or the young, the young talent in front of the camera or behind the camera or, you know, the people from the agency or adolescent. I mean, everyone, I think that's what's so incredible about every opportunity that I've had is people are welcoming you with open arms. And I, and you know, it's, it's just a very interesting experience being, especially back then I was a lot younger. Now I'm 22 and I've, I've gone through college and I'm a young adult and have different, a little bit of different interests nowadays. But when I was really on set as a 15 year old or a 16 year old, like it's an intimidating space, you know, it's a very intimidating space, but people were encouraging and they just wanted you to succeed. And it was amazing to see that, especially as a young woman. So for me, I've only had those really positive experiences. And I know that I'm, I'm fortunate for that because not everybody gets to experience that. So specifically on that, on that set, it was really quite um, beautiful. Yes. One thing I often think about is anyone who says Hollywood is toxic and filled to the absolute brim with big egos mm -hmm. will have second thoughts about that statement, or at least how universal it is 
if they work on a Gen Z driven production. 100%. 100%. Or female driven, I would argue. <laughs> um, I think our generation and <laughs> not no pun intended with your podcast title, but it's true. It's like you have these people, these young people who have access to um, technology and, and connecting to one another. And it's like, we've built this just incredibly powerful community, not just online, but that, you know, then spills out into in-person and you're, you're getting to work with people on set and, and meet people and whether that's across seas or here. Um, and we're all just kind of fighting for the same thing. And I think that shift is really pushing us forward. I'm really excited to see how the industry changes um, and how just really the world changes over the next really 10 to 25 years with our generation coming up into a higher, a higher power, if you will. What kind of stories are you interested in telling? I really, all kinds. I, I don't like to pigeonhole myself because I'm so interested in so many things. And I really think everything's so interconnected. I've always been drawn to, and my focus has been on women's and children's issues or topics specifically focused on empathy. Like as I've gotten older, what's been really interesting too, is that my, my style of storytelling has changed tremendously as it constantly will, you know, I'm constantly evolving. I think anyone who's creative is, but um, right now I'm, I'm really interested in focusing on telling stories that kind of break the norm or really like disrupt the traditional way of making work and uh, still rooted in those kind of women's issues, um, also children's issues, but in a really unique and, and new way. So Hmm. Yeah, it's very exciting. Are you ever afraid that you won't be taken seriously? Do you have any vulnerabilities? <laughs> How much time do you have, Leo? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I guess that so, answers the question. Yeah, I mean, look, of course, I'm I'm afraid that I won't be taken seriously. Of course, you know, especially when you're in a creative industry and there are so many talented people and it's hard not to compare yourself to others, especially with social media. But at the same time, I think I would, I would also say, I think it's important to not take yourself too seriously. You know, like I, I try in my day-to-day -to, -day to, to really practice um, being honest and genuine with myself. And, and I try and bring that out into the world. And if, if I don't, if I take myself too seriously, I feel like it blocks me off from learning more and then therefore becoming more creative and more well-rounded. And I just think it's an interesting balance. You know, I think you kind of have to let your, let your guard down and, and just be who you are in order to be taken more seriously. So it's kind of like a weird balance. Um, but yeah, of course I have those fears. I feel like who doesn't, you know, especially when you're young. Yes, we are the generation of change, but we are also the generation of loneliness. It's true. It's very true. It's very true. We'll be right back. So tell me about the Ad Council Because of You campaign. That was one of my favorite projects I actually did with, with Adolescent. Uh, the part that I focused on uh, and worked on was the, the PSA, which was basically featured a handful of students acknowledging their peers who have either hurt them or helped them, stating essentially the importance and impact of their words on whichever side of the spectrum that they were. Um, so the whole campaign basically wanted to remind teenagers of the 
power that their actions have and, and inspire them to create an environment that's more inclusive and, and empathetic. And that was another project I worked on where the people were just, that's what carried the project. I think that's like the whole, I say this about every project I work on again, I'm very lucky. Not everyone has this experience and I'm sure there have, obviously there have been ups and downs. I'm not saying everything's been perfect and, and amazing, but really every single time I work on any creative project for me, it's always about fostering and cultivating an incredibly um, collaborative and joyful working environment. That's something that I think I really took away from adolescent and hope to carry with me in my own work in the future. You've said that empathy is your core value as a human. In what ways do you spread mm -hmm. and promote empathy in your daily life? Wow. Um, I think the, the first thing I would say to that is showing up. I think showing up can mean so many different things. Um, you know, I show up for others. I show up for myself. And that's like the first thing you have to do, right? You have to show up for yourself in order to really be able to understand others. Um, and that's a constant, that's a constant learning curve. That's a constant process, but also listening. And the number one thing that I prioritize in my life is just getting to know people, taking the time to talk to people and ask them questions and get to know them and try and connect with them in some way. You know, it's just about, it's just about talking, you know, being open, being vulnerable with others. And it's, I, I know, and I understand that it's a lot easier said than done for some people. Um, I think I was raised to really, I had, a, I had a very strong female presence in my life. My mother is my person and she taught me to always be kind. That was what she taught me when I was little. And ever since then I've carried that with me. And I think that's, um, that's just grown and becomes something a lot larger, which I think is just empathy for me. But it's a, it's a very interesting thing. I think it's, you know, there's always these debates about, can you teach empathy or are you born with it? Or can you learn? You know, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> Do you feel that you and your creative work have been affected by news stories and politics? Oh yeah, absolutely. Of course. I think if you're not being affected by that as a creative person, then what the heck are you creating about? <laughs> Like, seriously, um, you know, obviously a lot of my work has always been a bit, I don't want to say like politically charged, but socially charged, you know, social, social commentary. I just made a documentary with like a group of my girlfriends in college um, about climate change. I'm always thinking about what's on the forefront um, because it's what's important. It's what's in front of us. So naturally what's around me is going to affect what I have to say. And I got a lot to say. <laughs> so so besides your mom who are your role models in creativity and in life my family my family is very important to me in terms of my my creativity and just myself as an artist and a creative person generally speaking I also think when I say family I don't mean just you know blood relatives I mean my community of people that I'm surrounded by that have naturally become my family by way of just being a part of my life and being present. There's a lot of people nowadays in terms of like artists that I am obsessed with. And I always like to note one particular person because I don't feel like a lot of people in the film industry, especially young people know who this is. And I want to bring her up because I think she's absolutely fascinating. And it's Ez Devlin and she's a designer and an artist 
who primarily works in, in stage design. She, she designs for a lot of pop concerts and she also does installation work and works in like stage design for opera and whatnot, but she's incredible. Uh, she's a huge role model of mine right now. I think she's absolutely brilliant. Um, just the way that she talks about space and how humans interact with space and how we take up space. And I'm thinking a lot about that lately with specifically focusing on women and how women take up space and how we react to our environment. And so she's just been very inspiring for me as an artist and as a creative person. Hmm. And what are your plans for the future? To be decided, Leo. We'll see. Whatever comes my way, that's my plan for the future. No, I'm kidding. Right now, I am actually going back to my my adolescent roots and, and working back in ad. I took a hiatus just because I was in college, of course, and focused a bit more on narrative and, and documentary and doing my own personal projects. But now I'm going back to advertising and um, it'll be really fun to jump back in there and kind of take what I've learned in school and, and uh, apply it to, to that line of work. I had a really interesting experience in college where I came in and I studied film, but ended up kind of, I don't want to say falling out of love with it because that's not true. It'll never happen, but really seeing um, storytelling in a different way. And I think I, I ended up feeling a bit passive in my program just because there was so much emphasis on traditional narrative commercial filmmaking, and there wasn't a lot of room for um, experimentation. And that's where I come from. That's my core, right? Like art is my core. So I took a bit of a hiatus and went and studied a lot in the art school, which had a lot of really interesting classes to offer. And um, I learned a lot about spatial design and installation and new media and all these things. And so right now my focus is like I had mentioned earlier is like this disruption and how do we approach stories in a new way that is more innovative and maybe more um, immersive in new ways. So I'm excited to kind of bridge all of these loves and interests together. And, and that's going to be my next step. Is there anything else you'd like to share or talk about? I will say, you know, obviously I think the, the topic of your podcast and so much of what my life has surrounded the past really just decade has been being a young person and being involved. And I think it's amazing what you're doing. I love this whole idea of just getting to know other young people who are just spirited and not afraid to chase after their dreams. I'm so glad you finally got a hold of me, Leo. I enjoyed this so much, Claire. Oh, me too, Leo. It was so good to, to see you via Zoom. I love doing this. Such an amazing moment. Oh, good. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Bye. Have a good rest of your day. I will. Bye. See ya. Some people find creativity, but Claire seems like she always had it. She's so passionate about disrupting the world on camera and off. I wholly agree with Claire that taking the time to listen, connect, and get to know the people around us is the key to bettering our world. Another thing I really took away from talking to her was, don't take yourself too seriously. Sometimes I take myself too seriously. I'm so into whatever interests I'm into at the moment that I start to see my interests as my identity. But like Claire said, our personalities are constantly evolving. In an uncertain world, we search for a static purpose, 
but maybe we need to embrace ourselves as ever-changing. You can follow Claire at C-L-A-I-R-A-M-E-L-I -E on Instagram and visit her at www.clairejansen.com. If you'd like to recommend someone you know who is trying to make a difference to be on the show, or if you are someone trying to make a difference and would like to be on the show, email us at generationchange at leofinelli.com. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at genchangewithlf. That's at genchangewithlf. Follow and review wherever you get your podcasts, and just share this with your friends and others. Generation Change with Leo Finelli is hosted by Leo Finelli, executive produced by Julie Finelli, and edited by Nick and Leo Finelli. Our original music was composed and performed by Leo Finelli. Thank you so much for listening.